you got one life to live, so why not do it? And if you fail, you fail. You learn from it, right? You know, go ahead and take the risk. I'm tired of talking about it. Either do it or don't talk about it ever again. Yeah. Like, just do it. Welcome to the Idea Vault podcast, where we talk about crazy ideas from inside of an old bank vault. I'm Chris Stegel, design professor at Troy University, and I'm here with Lynn George, director of Troy University's Idea Bank, and Maury Alice Porter, Idea Bank program coordinator. We're broadcasting from the vault in historic downtown Troy, Alabama, and we're here to help you unlock your ideas. Welcome, everybody. We are here for episode two, and our guest today is Mr. David Smith, uh, CEO, owner, operator of Trojan Threads and Apparel Company. Yep. Yep. Welcome, David. Let's welcome David. Welcome, David. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, We are thrilled to have you here today for a number of reasons, but um, close to my heart, you are a graphic design alumni from Troy University, graduating about a decade ago, I think, give or take, give or take about a decade ago. So what I'd like to do is maybe just go, let's go back. Let's start at the beginning. Tell us about that experience of uh, being a design student and then kind of making that transition to uh, being an employee at the same place where you went to school and, and how that kind of all worked out. So I was never trained to actually do design work. I did it myself through YouTube videos. Uh, so I was originally a music education major, and I switched over to art and design with the music minor. So when I first started my first class with Ed Noriega, I got in, and I had no clue what Photoshop was. I was completely I was completely lost, and I was like, what in the world did I just get myself into? Uh, so I, I kind of taught myself through YouTube videos, staying up extra, you know, every night looking at different things, how, how I can get myself better. I went through that whole process of graduating and, and getting my first job with the Troy Messenger here in Troy. Uh, I stayed there for about a year and a half, and then I decided to get my master's in sport management at Jacksonville State. They were giving me a, a graduate assistantship for free, so I, I took that. From there, I then started learning about screen printing and embroidery from a company that's been doing it for almost 30 years, and I started working with her with graphic design, and I didn't know screen printing so she kind of taught me that, and I just kind of fell in love with it. You know, there's layers to screen printing. It's just not a, a simple print. They're CMYK layers. And then learning the embroidery as well in terms of needle threads and thread counts and just the, a variety of different things. I just had no idea that existed. So learning from her and then getting my sport management degree, I thought, you know, let's work in the actual sports field, you know, and learning about embroidery and screen printing and having my design background and the sports management degree kind of set me apart a little bit from getting that type of job because I knew when the employer asked me, well, can you do a shirt design? Well, I already know the process for that, so I can easily spit that out. Or I know the layout of a newspaper mm-hmm. or a magazine that they did. I understand that. So I had a variety of understandings of every category. So that really helped me elevate my position I'd applied for a few jobs a couple of times. Uh, I remember applying for the Southern Miss job when Kyle and Brent Jones, the AD for Troy, was at Southern Miss. 
Kyle, you Kyle mean George. Kyle, oh, Kyle George? Her, I've, we, we've heard Lynn's of him. I've yes. heard of Kyle. Yeah. I've met him. I, I would hope so. That's right. I've met him a couple times. They, um, I applied, and coincidentally, my application never got reviewed. And uh, Brent said that he actually forgot. <laughs> Awkward. Uh, he said he forgot. I believed him, but then two months later, they moved to Troy, and I'm like, hmm. Well, that's kind of interesting that you moved to Troy. You got the job, and. Two months later, I had an internship at Troy from a master's degree. Nice. And I then, did not know, did that, know that connection that yeah. you applied to Southern Miss. I applied to Southern Miss. I was at Southern Miss at that time, too. You were, yeah, because y'all were dating. Weird. You and Kyle were dating. <laughs> 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 so uh, I got the internship. I learned, because uh, it was my it was my first full-time job with my master's and, and undergrad together. Right. And that was a crash course. Like, literally, it was, I had no idea what I was doing. Again, learning by the ropes, you know, right. with Brent and Kyle, our had been in the field for several years of what they did. I learned from the best, you mm-hmm. know. So I then I left because there wasn't a job position available. Uh, and then I went back up to Jacksonville and, and learned even more from the company up there that's been doing it for a while. And then Brent called me probably about a year or two later, about two years, about a year and a half, maybe later and said there's a job opening and we want you to apply wow that's cool and that was and i was the first director of creative services for athletics so wow that was kind of a nice thing for me being the first because i was able to help you know start the branding getting the branding and the consistency that it needed to be in right and getting the graphics done and the consistency it needed to be in because there's a brand there right troy athletics has a brand so we have to maintain that brand. Right. And part of that was me having the experience of having screen printing, having newspaper layout, having That's right. embroidery, having sport design, you know, that type of thing. So, again, it, it played – learning everything has played crucially in, into that. I worked there from 2019 to I think we decided on 22, 23. Uh, I told Brent that I was leaving. So I, I couldn't tell if he was happy or, or upset because we, we needed a, a company, you know. And when I told him the reason I was leaving, he understood. Right. Because there's a gap. There was a gap there. So I, I left to start online. So that's when I created it in September. So we were trying to figure out names, and I was just like, you know what? Threads is a very popular thing now. Yeah. So let's do the mascot with Threads and call it the apparel company. Cool. It wasn't a new thing I was, like, hyping over. It was just like... That's it. I was comfortable with it. So then I started coming up with my own logo since designer by trade. I Mm -hmm. was pretty much like, I'm not getting anybody to do this. I can do this (laughs) myself. That's right. You know, I picked my own colors, picked my own style, whatever I wanted. Uh, And then I started online. How'd that go? How how was your online launch? So it was very soft. Yeah. It was very soft. Uh, I started my company with $3,000. Yeah. That that's, was it. That's great. That's all I put in. That's phenomenal. And yeah. just m- money you had saved up, or yeah. did you have some yeah. kind of angel investor giving you that? Well, I had money saved up. Okay. I had 10000 in my savings. Okay. And I was like, I'm going to take three, yeah. and we're going to see where it goes. Yeah. It was like a wing and a prayer, yeah. you know, if it's even going to work. Right. Uh, so I had my first sale. I remember who. It's Doug Mims. Old Dougie Mims. Yeah. Doug Mims. supporter of the idea. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He yeah. was my very first sale, and I've met him a few times since then. And I still have a picture of my first sale of, of that. You got the dollar bill. Yeah, I got the dollar bill. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, 
from there, it just kind of started growing. And I think what put me on the map was I did the championship church for football last year when they won. Yeah. I put that up as a free sale. Wow. And it, as soon as it hit, everybody knew who it was. Yeah. So that just kind of kept going. And a couple of months ago, I decided it was time to open a store. Yeah. And I talked to my advisor about it, and they said, you know, we talked about it two or three years from now. Your financial advisor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lynn George. Lynn George. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, Lynn's my yeah. financial advisor. I talked to the company that had been doing it for 30 years, the same people that I've kept going back and forth with. Right. And she was like, you know, two or th- we talked about two or three years. Well, the next day, come back. And she came back. She said, David, you need to go ahead and do it. Yeah, brick and mortar. Like now. Yeah. Because if you don't, somebody else is going to. Yeah. And I said, well, why now? She was like, your football team's doing great. Baseball and softball is doing well. Yeah. Golf, basketball, like your sports are hitting it out of the park. Yeah. So why not take advantage of that situation? And frankly, yeah. I mean, even since I started, you can see the investment that Troy is making in athletics. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Uh, it seems like it's expanding, and you would obviously know more than I would, Lynn, but it seems like that the school is really doubling down on athletics. I know in Dr. Hawkins, he speaks at a very high level about it. Seems like that's really good advice yeah. that they gave you there. So I was like, are you sure? She was like, yeah. I said, okay. So it was another wing and a prayer. Yeah. And I called my parents because they were, they were here at the time down in Troy, and I was still up in Jacksonville. And... I said, start looking for a building. Yeah. They're like, what? I said, start looking for a building. I need one. And now ASAP. you're one block off campus. Now I'm one block off campus. That, and mm-hmm. I drive sister, by it yeah. every single day. Yeah. My yep. sister found the building for me, so that was a blessing. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And what I, was in there before you? It was the Vine Church. Oh, okay. So now I'm they're sure. at the movie, the old movie theater. They're at the movie theater. So yeah. I walked in with my dad, and I kind of looked at him, and I went, oh. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> yeah. All, yeah. the, all the words. Yeah, all the words just kind of was like, yeah. okay, this is real. How much work do I got to put in this building? Yeah. Like that was a thing. You know, That's I had something to I consider. Had, yeah. Right. I had saved up $10,000. Right. And I said, Dad, you've got 2000 to make this work. We got to pull up the floor. We got to place the ceiling tiles. We've got to place the lights. We've got to paint the walls. We've yeah. got to put up another wall for storage in the back for workroom. Like it was, wow. I was like, we got to do it all. And but luckily, y'all were doing that yourself, right? Yeah. Like you got your hands dirty with yeah. that. About 95% of it was me and my dad and my mom. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So wow. we, we put in the legwork. Um, I, it's my baby, you know. Yeah. That's my salary right there. So with something like that, you put a little bit of blood, sweat, and tears in it, and mm-hmm. it means a lot more than just getting a contractor. You know, there were a few things that I had to get a contractor for, but it wasn't anything big. Right. Because my dad just didn't have time to do it. Yeah. But my parents have been a blessing for me on this, and they and my sister as well. They they have all just was like, you've been wanting to do this for years. Either put up or shut up. I'm tired of hearing about it. <laughs> That's fair. Looking looking back now, just over the past few months, yeah. Looking back since you've been in the building and have really gotten off the ground. Mm-hmm. What if you could just share like one thing that you would have wished you would have known before getting into it. Or one thing maybe that you would have done different. Have you thought about that yet? Yes and no. Really, um, things that I I want to go ahead and fix now. Like I, right. when I pulled up the carpet, there was the glue, the, the glue that had been there for years from I the see. carpet. Yeah. And we just we painted it and put a ceiling over it. Well, that wasn't probably the best idea. And we've decided to put LB feet flooring in now. So that will okay. be coming at Christmas where we're, we're going to redo the floor. So there's still time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's still time to do things. Yeah. I'm not. And I mean, that also something new being changed at the store is always nice too. people. 
people notice those little things like flooring and walls right. painted and different things like that. Um, probably have a little bit more training on reporting and taxes and all that mess because a lot of times that stuff you have no idea that you have to do it every month Yeah. for the deductions that you have to do and then the amount of paperwork you're going to have to do at the end of the year for filing your taxes yearly and it's just like what stuff can I deduct? What stuff can I deduct? What, you know, there's just, it's just so much. Right. And I'm not just having to ask a ton of questions from other people. Like it, it that is the part that I wish I would have known a little bit more about before I actually stepped into this, but it's okay. Cause I'm, I like to live on the edge sometimes. <laughs> not necessarily on that type of stuff, but yeah. you know. No, that, that's yeah. cool though. That's yeah. cool. It, and, and that's the business ownership side yeah. that I think, you know, the podcast really speaks to that entrepreneurial spirit and mm-hmm. making sure that, you know, well, yeah, it's great to have your ducks in a row. There are things that you have to figure okay. out, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, as the idea bank serves as a resource for our students and kind of getting things off the ground, I think, you know, them hearing about, you know, your your ebbs and flows of hardships and successes is the same type of resource for yeah. them. Um, so let's talk about one of those successes in particular, your new newly signed deal with Troy University. Uh, you want to tell us a little bit about that? So I am the, I think they called it, I'm the second under the bookstore. So I have the second opportunity to sell on campus. Yeah. So if the bookstore doesn't want to set up, it's given to me to whether if I, I want to or not. So okay. I have that additional opportunity. Yeah. Um, so the bookstore wanted all six football games, so they took all six football games. Right. And then for basketball and baseball and softball season, uh, the bookstore will have the dates that they want to sell, and then I can come in behind them and decide what days that I want to sell. Okay. So, so I have awesome. that opportunity. So let's talk about that. So yeah. you go to um, a volleyball match? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What sure. What are you What are you setting up? What's this look like? Walk us through this. So typically, uh, for me, uh, there would be two tables. Um, I have my logo on my table covers. Uh, I bring in items that I think are going to do well at that said volleyball game mm-hmm. or whatever the event is. Knee pads. Uh, no. no <laughs> <not knee pads. laughs> uh, hats, t-shirts, polos. Yeah. Uh, the new thing I just brought in was overalls that have been a really Hot did, they, did they hit? Oh, wow. they've hit. They've hit hard. That's cool. So I've had to reorder three times already. Yeah. So wow. hopefully you'll see them in a lot of football games. I'm going to give me some of those. Yeah, you should. They're coming back. They're cute, they're right? Cute. Yeah. They're making comebacks. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a simple setup, not anything yeah. crazy. Um, that way I still maintain the store, too. Right. Uh, I have products there, but it's a smaller, it's like a pop-up shop, essentially, mm-hmm. is what that, that type of event would be. Are you seeing good foot traffic at the store? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I change my times accordingly to the football games right, right now. Uh, so Monday through Friday, we're open 10 to 6. Yeah. So that extra hour after everyone gets off at 5, there's yeah. still people shopping. Gotcha. So I'm getting that extra the extra hour in. Nice. Yeah, and good. then, oh, it's it's crucial. Like I've had several people walk in after 5 o'clock. They're, they're thanking me for being open. Yeah. They yeah. just can't get it anywhere else. Yeah, that's right. And then on... Bookstore closes at 5? They close at 5. I'm dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a mistake. I mean, uh, these, these college students, yeah. they're up. They're up late. Yeah. Some of them don't even yeah. wake up till yeah. 5, 4. You got to know your audience. You do. Yeah, you that do. demographic's oh, yeah. huge. So, so, and then on football game weeks, we open Monday through Wednesday, 10 to 6. Thursday, Friday, we're open 10 to 8. So, we extend nice. our hours. Nice. And then Saturdays, we open between 8 or 9 a.m. till an hour before kickoff. And then we open up afterwards depending on the time of the game and it's over when do you get a break never yeah never <laughs> i never get a break 
So talk about the reality yeah. of being like first time business owner. Yeah. You're doing this on your own, mm-hmm. no employees, just you. I have two employees now. You do. I, you just, do. I just hired two new employees. Fantastic. So I needed to because my yeah. my brain was about fried. That's great. That well, was, congrats on that. Thank you. I appreciate huge. it. Yeah. And are you working eighty hours a week to make this a success, or what's happening? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you're like, doing. I I get off work, I go home, and I relax for an hour, and I get back on my computer, and I see what I can do, what I can bring in back into the store. Yeah. Or things that have already sold, I go through and find new apparel. Like gotcha. I'm constantly looking at. Other businesses, other companies, um, yep. reaching out to new third-party companies that can bring in, help me bring in my products. Mm-hmm. Just, I'm grinding. Twenty-four. Your success is because you're doing so well at capitalizing opportunities. Like, just you started because you saw the demand, right? Yeah. yeah. Like when we were chatting outside of the vault before we started the show, mm-hmm. you were talking about you know who was in first place in the Sun Belt Conference and will Troy host the conference tournament and. You're following along with all of this stuff because it affects what you do right, with yeah. your business. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm looking constantly at not two weeks from now, not three weeks from now, not four weeks. I'm looking two months from now because I have to. Like, in September, I already was thinking about Christmas. What yeah. am I bringing in for Christmas, you know? With football, do we have the potential of hosting the conference championship? Yeah, we do. We have the potential. Yeah. So I have to, in my brain, get prepared. What can I do for that game. Okay, so let me ask this question. So a lot of times when, say, the NFL is getting ready for the AFC championship game, right. and it's going to be, I don't know, the Jaguars versus the Chiefs, right? Because I'm a Jaguars. Mm. So Aww. they go, they they have to be ready, right. like, the evening of the game to have both sets of shirts, right? right? So yeah. are you going that far? Are you designing? <laughs> you are. Yes, I actually just told Lynn that in the hallway. Yeah, so that, you're designing both yeah. sets of shirts. So I've decided that if Troy is in the championship yeah. and we win, I will have shirts ready in my store Day for up. customers to buy. So the wow. moment that we win, the store will open and it will open. It will close at midnight so people will, can come in and buy it. Now, I am risking money, yes, yeah. Yeah. to do that, but I... I firmly believe that is something that needs to be done yeah. because there's a demand there and yeah. people want that. Wow, that's that's wild. I never I guess thought about that on the local level. Mm-hmm. Obviously, mm-hmm. you see that at, yeah. you know, you see the, the the shirts open up at the NFL games and you're like, "Yep, they they have a box of the, the bad ones yeah. that they're they're shipping off to maybe a country where kids are in need." Right? Right? Yeah. So, so that's cool. Let's talk about how you expand this footprint over many. Let's. You said you're looking two months out. Let's look five years out. Okay. Let's look ten years yeah. out. Where's Trojan Threads in five years? So, I always thought about should my store be on the on downtown. Mm-hmm. You know, is that the critical point for me? Right. My location right now, I think, is absolutely perfect yeah. because I'm one block off campus. Yeah. The amount of golf carts that I have on game days. <laughs> Is insane. Yeah. I have golf cart alley. I swear. Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. <laughs> has has Doctor Hawkins rolled up yet? He has not, but Demarcus Ware has. Has he? Demarcus Ware. Cool. Awesome. Yes, yes. Demarcus Ware was that's in there. That's a win. And yeah. I took a photo with him, so I have that. Yeah, at the the wall, perfect famous wall. Yeah. Five years, you know, it's hard to say. Mm-hmm. You know, I I would like to be in a bigger building because I'm I'm starting to feel right now. Even though I've only been open a couple months, I'm starting to feel crowded. Crowded. Yeah. But I've got a little bit of wiggle room where I can push things down and out and up and whatever. But probably a bigger building for me. Yeah. Um, more employees, um, doing some of the work myself versus 
outsourcing some of it because I, there's some products that I can't do because of my my uh, my physical disability. Mm-hmm. But um, probably a bigger store okay. I think is ideal for me, um, and just constantly improving. You know, yeah. I want the next best thing, but I don't want it just to be a fad and it goes away. Sure. I want sustainable items. Um, but for me, probably a bigger building. Multiple locations. I have thought about that. Have you thought about by the Dothan campus, Montgomery by the Montgomery campus? It's funny you mentioned that because I was talking to my financial advisor and she was like, you know, the next big thing for you would probably be to to expand. And I was like, expand how? Yeah. She was like, have another Trojan Thread store in Montgomery or Dothan or Wild Hair. And I looked at her when she said this, how about you build one in Mobile and have a, a Jaguars Threads? So it'd be South Alabama. Wow. So mm. branch into a different... Yeah. different apparel. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was like, it's not a bad thought. Like, so, it really isn't. So, Threads, is, Threads is the umbrella, and yeah. then Trojan Threads, Jaguar Threads, and yeah. he goes like that route. So, when she yeah. told me that, I kind of looked at her funding. I was like, you do realize South Alabama is our rivalry. Yeah. So, it's <laughs> like, I was like, I good point. It would like, be a good point. That's why yeah. I said it. Yeah. yeah. That's so, right. I was like, I didn't, I never thought about that. Yeah. Wow. Branching to another school. Yeah. And that, and I was like, "That's not a bad thought." I was like, "No." But w- once you bad. have the proof of concept here, yeah, you know, once you're established for a few years mm-hmm. and you've got, I, I guess, the the model and the capital to do yeah. it, I don't know why you wouldn't. Yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, there's always an opportunity to hit the other campuses. I would imagine. Oh yeah. But that that's that's a cool idea for sure. You know, I don't I don't compete with the bookstore, even though I think their products that they have. I don't have, and mm-hmm. I have products I have that they don't have. Right. So it's kind of a two-way street. I don't really think of them as my rival. Yeah. But I think of them as another outlet. Yeah. Let's talk about your products. Okay. Um, you, you brought that up. Let's. What are your What are some of your big items? What are your so right now? Like I said earlier, my hot hot items are my overalls. I gave T. Roy up one pair, and <laughs> saw that. I love that. <laughs> and that grew like wildfire, and I did it. I get that way for a reason. That was I knew strategic. That was strategic. Yeah. Yeah. Because I knew everybody in marketing. I was like, if I give T. Roy a pair, would you take some photos and put them on social? Like, yeah. literally. Yep. What yep. size does T. Roy wear? Yeah. You want to know? Yeah. Extra large. Really? Nuh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. He's I would think large. it's like. Now, it's t shirts or 2X. <laughs> now I feel really fat. <laughs> Oh, man. Wait, yeah. T-Roy needs to do like an outfit of the day and wear your shirt. That's a Did great, that that's a great marketing idea. No. I'm going to pitch that to Kyle George. Put together a proposal. <laughs> work on that. <laughs> Make sure it's written up and stapled and presented in the proper manner. Yeah. So oh, yeah. You got your overalls. Yeah. And, and then what else? So my a lot of my ticket items are my polos. My polos are Adidas brand. Mm-hmm. They're Columbia. Uh, nice. So. I'm wanting to bring in name brands because we're in Adidas schools. So yeah, why not? That's huge. My polo prices, I think my highest polo is seventy dollars. Yeah. It's not gonna break the bank. Yeah, that's nice. And the fraternities come in all the, every Thursday and Friday, it's like clockwork on the game day, on game week. And <laughs> they're bought out like crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And I had one shirt that I no longer have and some ladies are mad at me about it. But it was a color blast smiley face at a Troy University across the top. Is it pink? It was pink. I have it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you're sold out? Because yeah. Lynn, Lynn bought them all. Lynn bought them all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about bringing it back one more time for Christmas. So a lot of my brands, Adidas, Paragons, not really a lot of off brands, but Gildan Soft Style. Because mm-hmm. Gildans have really changed their their wear the 
past couple of years, yeah. they're not as hard as mm-hmm. I, I call it the Gildan Five Thousand, the old man cotton T-shirt. Yeah, you know? they used to be pretty rigid. Yeah, yeah, yeah they were stiff. Yeah. So I, I don't carry any of those, but I carry the soft style of that, and those are very popular. And then I carry Comfort Colors. Cool. Comfort Colors is the hot topic brand mm-hmm. because everybody wears it. I wear it. But it's more of a southern thing. A lot of the northern states don't really. They sell it, but not a lot to want to keep it. Yeah. So I sell a lot of comfort colors. Yeah. Do you have some 3Xs down there? I sell all the way up to 5X. Okay. Then you and I can talk. You're good. Yeah. Yeah, I. um, Thanks, Lynn. (laughs) (laughs) I I talked to Kyle uh, when I first started. He was like, if you can carry 4s and 5Xs in your store, you're going to be golden. He's like, because those gentlemen can't find anything. We can't, no. It's it's very hard to even find 3Xs. Well, I I sell carry. If I can't get it in 3X, I don't don't sell it. Yeah. I've got to have smalls to 3X. Yeah. But if I get 4s and 5Xs, I... I try to do it within the same brand mm-hmm. or just a little bit lighter color so they've got that opportunity That's to buy smart. that shirt. Speaking on behalf of all big guys, I, you know, traditionally either buy my stuff online right. or I have to go to Walmart where actually I'm, I'm like a, a large or an XL at Walmart, mm-hmm. but... There's the the sizes shift down pretty dramatically, they so do. that's good to hear that you got the bigger sizes. And then the hat, you got a lot of hats. Oh, I imagine. I apparently I've been called the Hat King because the amount of hats. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Well, right now David it's Smith, the Hat King. Hat King. Yeah. It's kind of sparse right now because Homecoming wiped me out yeah. completely. So, how busy are you, man? Game weeks it picks up. Yeah. Thursdays and Fridays. When I open the door yeah. Saturday mornings, there's somebody already waiting there in the golf cart. Wow. That's perfect. So nice. now when it's not a game week right now, it's been kind of slow. Yeah. Um, but it's been decent where I can pay the bills. You know, I'll be honest. I have to make $89.50 a day yeah. to keep the lights on. That's so interesting. I've We've yeah. calculated it all that. the way and is that, down to the T. Is, yeah. is that bills or is that you paying folks? That's like bills, yourself? That's everything. That's, that's all of it. Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't pay myself. So you can literally. I don't want to know what my number is. Every yeah. day you can. Yeah. Calculate your profit margin that quick. Yeah. My computer tells me what my profit margin is. That's perfect. I don't even pay myself because I do a lot of freelance work on the side that yeah. sustains sustains yeah. me personally. That's so. good. Yeah. I ran a business for a few years with my wife, and we didn't pay ourselves either. We just kind of had, you know. Um, well, I mean, we we had the account. If we needed something right. for the business, we would go get it. But. Right. Yeah. For the most part, we didn't write ourselves checks. We couldn't. Yeah. We couldn't really do that. Yeah. You know, for the first couple of years, you're not making too much money. Yeah, I so. haven't paid myself at all. Yeah, because I've invested it back into the. That's right. Company. Yeah. So that's great. So you brought up your disability. Yeah. Right. We want to get in the weeds on that a little sure, bit. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Tell everybody what's going on. So I have a thing. I guess that's what the doctors call it. Is a limb deficiency. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm missing half of my right arm and two fingers on my left. Um, Doctors don't know what happened. There are a couple of theories out there. Um, one was my mother wasn't off birth control long enough. The other one, the other really strong theory was um, I was a twin, which makes sense because I do have twins in my family, wow. and that we were mm. hooked at the arms. Gotcha. Um, and it happened early on where my mother had had a quote unquote miscarriage at that time, and yeah. he, he or she whatever slipped out. Right. And I stayed. Yeah. That was the really wow. going theory, and I was supposed to go down to University of Florida and do an, you know, test and do all that, but it never that never panned out. But I, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, I mean, I've grown up with it. Right. Um, I my two fingers were webbed, so they had to cut that um, to have three full functioning fingers. The only difference was I was I looked like a duck on that little area. Uh, <laughs> but 
You can laugh. It's okay. Well, you, can laugh. you no, laugh, it's okay. So. No, it's okay. Um, uh, my friends call me Nubby. You know, yeah. uh, it's just nature. Uh, my fraternity calls me Nubby, so yeah. I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, it doesn't let me stop me. You know, my mom. My mom and Clear, dad. Clearly, it yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I mean, no. you've got one of the most successful businesses yeah. in town. Yeah. So I my, my mom and dad say, you know, you would, my nickname is Mikey. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't be Mikey if you didn't have your disability. Yeah. You know? And I don't really consider it a disability. Um, I take the, the words apart as disability. Yeah. It's the ability to do anything that you need to do. Like right. I'm not, I don't think of myself as a dis- dis- disabled person because I'm right. not. You know, yeah. I do everything that a normal person can do except for maybe climb the monkey bars Weed eat. Who wants to weed eat anyway? Nobody wants to. <laughs> weed. No, nobody wants to weed. Mikey, <laughs> trust me. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, I've lived with it all my life. It hasn't let it let it stop me. Um, yeah. I drive my car normal. You know, my truck. I'm. Yeah. I do graphic work. I can type fifty five words a minute. Yeah. You know, so I just that's fantastic. Just normal. You know. So, what kind of um, advice do you have for other people who might you know have yeah. some? "Quote unquote" disabilities right. that are interested in being in a creative field or right. a bu- or a business owner. Well, I, I always say your disability doesn't define who you are. It always enhances who you want to be. Right. You know, I kind of made that up, and that has kind of been my mantra. It, it always enhances me. You know, wow, the dude can type. The dude can do some design work with three fingers and a nub. You know, and three fingers missing an arm. You know, that's that's impressive. That, that's impressive. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. not many people can do that. You know, I played trombone in high school and and in marching band with the Sounds of South here, so I was a left-handed trombone player. Yeah, you know, and people just were like, "How do you do it?" I was like, "Patience and yeah. practice." Yeah. Like it's just that's just one of those things. Sometimes I have to adapt it, and yeah. that's okay. I'm okay with adapting. You know, if you really want to do it, you're going to set your mind to do it, and no one's going to stop you, and, and you're going to prove everybody wrong. Yeah, you know. So your your disability is only defined by you, right? Yeah. And that's how I look at it. That's beautiful. So, yeah. As far as being a business owner and an yeah. entrepreneur in town, what um, what kind of advice would you give somebody who's, you know, considering or wanting to be, I'm going to be honest with you, a lot of people want to be in sports, right? Yeah. So what kind of advice do you give to folks who are thinking about going into any kind of facet of, of sports or, or just wanting to become an entrepreneur? I'd say do it. I mean, you got one life to live, so why not do it? And if you fail, you fail. You've learned from it, right? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Go ahead and take the risk. And like I said earlier, my mom and dad said, I'm tired of you talking about it. Either do it or don't talk about it ever again. Yeah. Like, just do it. Take the risk. When you you sat down to kind of put together the game plan, how long did it take you from, like, inception of the idea to launch? Well, oddly enough, you know, I actually talked to Lynn about this when I was still working at Troy. Probably Um, at least two years ago. Yeah. Is that what slowed you down? Yeah. Yeah. Lynn's love. No. She gave me some really good insight, things that I didn't really think of. Yeah. You know? And I kind of did it myself. I didn't I didn't want any outs. You know, I went to a few people and I just didn't like what they what they told me. Yeah. I just was not a fan of what they were telling me. And they were telling me things I didn't really need to know or care about. Right. You know, a sole proprietor. I don't need to know about other LLCs and other corporate. I don't I don't care right i just need to know what i need to know right yeah and i need a check sheet yeah and so i made my own check sheet i was like this is what i gotta do i gotta have this 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 but this has to become before this item so it was like i've got to get these things done before i even remotely consider doing this yeah you actually helped me a lot because i had just started at the idea bank when you came here and i was still trying to figure out like okay like where do we start how do we even help people and you made me realize like 
just needed a checklist. Like we just need kind of a, yeah. something to give people that's like, it's going to look a little bit different for everyone, right. but like here's kind of the order and the steps to right. take. And it was just all the, the tax information. You know, where do I get this license? Where do I get this license? Mm-hmm. Where do I file for this report? Where do I do this? Where Like those are the basic things that a lot of people need to know. Yeah. But from that point, it kind of died. For me, it kind of died away. You know, I was like, I don't, I don't know if I really want to do this. Do I really want to leave my full-time job to start this type of thing? You know, I was like, oh. You know, I was really, I was really scared because I thought I was going to yeah. fail. You know, mm-hmm. leaving your full-time job is scary to do something like this. Mm-hmm. I got it together very quickly, and I started out of my home. I started out of my bedroom, a little 10 by 10 bedroom. <laughs> That's perfect. So it was crammed very quickly. Yeah. Um, I, I just want to do a quick plug for you, yeah. your, your website, TrojanThreads.com. Yes, sir. Yeah, Instagram, uh, Facebook, and Twitter, they're all the same, Trojan Threads 87 The 87A comes from 1887 when the school was founded, and nice. also the year I was born, 80, 1987. So, so Troy was founded in 1887. Correct. And then you were born 100 years later. Literally. It's like it was meant to be. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And then we've got, um, if somebody wants to email you with the questions, we've yep. got trojanthreads at gmail.com. Yep. You're off of university, which if anybody knows, you're literally one block off of the west side of campus. You can literally walk to my store. Yeah, you can. Yep. Yeah. I wouldn't. I would drive it. Because I'm just lazy, but lazy you could right. walk it. You can golf cart it. <laughs> you can golf cart it really easy. Golf cart it so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's the you know a hot item that you wanted people to swing by? What should people come by and, and buy from you today? Uh, my polos and my overalls. Yeah, I've got plenty of them right now. I'm getting ready for rivalry week next, yep. th- next Thursday with South yep. Alabama. So Perfect. I've got a I've got a new shirt that's coming in. It should be available today. No pity for the kitty. Nice it's a white comfort go. colors. <laughs> Troy used to do an old cartoon T-shirt back in the day when it was Troy State, yeah. mm-hmm. and I got in contact with the original artist that did all that, and so he oh, was able awesome. to design me one for the, just this game. So that's great. I have that's that in awesome. the store. That's cool. And then um, maybe I heard this wrong, but I heard a rumor that if you use the code Vault Twenty Three, that anybody making a purchase will be able to save ten percent off their order. Is that true? Mm. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Ding, ding, wow, ding. the king of hats. <laughs> uh, big round of applause for Mr. Smith. Thank you very much Thank for you. coming in and to, for Thank being a part you. of the podcast. We really appreciate it, man. Thank you.